Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Baby beluga in the deep blue sea. Do, 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 do. Bring me down. You got a lovely face. We're going to your place. Let's talk about strawberry. And now you got to freak me out. Scream so loud. I'm not complaining. Let me talk. Let me vibe. Let me podcast. No, no fun else. <laughs> no, definitely not. Two in one body. Let's go. Hello, I am Ben, your sunshine into Gotham, the baby brother, and I do not endorse this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jake, I'm the middle brother, I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week, except this week was Aaron's choice. <laughs> and I'm Aaron, I'm the oldest out of us, I produce this mess. Thank you for tuning back into the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. We are three brothers who read Batman stuff, DC stuff, talk about the Dark Knight, his extended family, and just have a jolly fun old time. And this <laughs> That's week... That's what it's about. Yep. <laughs> Every yep. fun. Yep. <laughs> ben. Every fun. Every fun. And this week, we read Batman Lobo, Deadly Serious, and... Uh, We've been introduced Lobo briefly a few months ago into our podcast, so we thought it's time to have a real Lobo episode because he's one of my favorite uh, DC characters, one of Jake's as well, I think. What happened was they thought I wasn't <laughs> going to be around, and they thought they could get this book done, and then they ain't got no time, and so now here I am, and we're all going to talk about Lobo. But first, what's been going on in your geeky little lives? <laughs> Stop talking about comic books or what do you think you're doing, you? nerd? Stop spending I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. Well, my oldest got his uh, learner's permit. Oh, dear God. And I Get taken off the it- road! <laughs> Run away! Run far away! Uh, I've taken him driving a few times. Um... There's a couple. There's a big parking lot near me uh, that's empty, and we went there, and then we drove around a cemetery because I figured if I was gonna die, that's a good place. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. good idea. Uh, but yeah, it's I got this. They got the estimate for the insurance, and it's uh, mine will go up about two grand plus, and uh, I'm not looking forward to that. So, um, so I have gone through this recently as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, it is a horrifying experience to sit in that passenger seat, is it not? It it was. It it he's he came away from the first lesson. He's like, oh, it's not as easy as it looks. I'm like, that's good. It's yeah, good. Yeah, it it's terrifying. The second I'm like, okay, uh, just stow slowly, <laughs> slower. <laughs> the moment that Brick! car, the moment that car <laughs> no, moves. Never. For the first time, and your child is the one operating. You're like, I am going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we no, we're it... going to die. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad he is doing it, and 
you know, trying because yeah, it's scary yeah. the first few times. So hopefully he's getting more comfortable. Yeah, we've only gone like three times, I think. It, I was like, I am not going to go this last week when it was a million degrees. I was like, dude, I am not sitting in a car yeah. Yeah. doing that. So we'll go. I might take him tomorrow if we have time. Has and your spouse gone with him at all? Is it I think Kelly to... took him once in the van and let him do the same thing at the parking lot. Just kind of, we're just, he hasn't been on a road road yet. Like the cemetery was kind of nice. Um, because it does have like some good straightaways, some and you turns. have to follow. You got to yeah. follow some intersections where you got to like stop and like yeah, make some turns. So I, it's kind of like, you know, there are a few cars here and there, but Is it's kind of the cemetery right by your house. Yeah, it's okay. like yeah, yeah on McKenzie. One of the things that helped Noah with his confidence level was driving down where his um, mother lives. Or on just like country roads, like uh, we would yeah. go on, we'd go do something, and if take we could take some side roads, we'd pull over and let him do somewhere. There's only him and one other person on the country road mama to kill. <laughs> take me home, country road. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> no, Jake. That that's horrifying a experience. It's a very it good is. point because yeah. it's it. it there's not as many cars around. There's not as many people around. Like, of course, it would make more sense to do it in those areas. But like the cemetery, like you, you can get up to. Well, maybe not in the cemetery, but on a, you can get up to speed, and you have to turn with the road. I swear to God, 15 miles an hour feels like you're flying. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. How fast are we? Oh. And if you hit anyone in the cemetery, they're probably they're grieving. So maybe you did them a favor. Mm, wow. Yeah. Wow. You're the first one to say something offensive this episode. I had to. I had to get it in. I had to get it in. Ouch. Uh, I'm sure that song was offensive. <laughs> well, you know, we're back. It's been a while. So. Oh, I'm ready. So, much like last week, I have not been out of the house to do anything fun. You've been chained up. Yeah, um, but no, we uh, we continue our Lego adventure around this place quite a bit. Uh, Saren and I binged um, the last released uh, season of Lego Masters because the new one starts oh, yeah. at the end of September. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I enjoy the show uh, after Ben's reality show. Watching reality shows is always fun to see. Yeah. Um, and to think about like what are people actually feeling during these moments like i've watched people break down off camera before and they're just doing a weekend reality show what are you i've watched the first there's three seasons currently out right there's three seasons and then like a three episode holiday season i know we've watched like the first two and some of them are very it's it kind of can be very repetitive at times yes. it can be very much a 20 minute show as opposed to a 40 minute episode does this one have celebrities yeah so will arnett hosts it and then mm-hmm. they have two like actual lego designers or the judges mm-hmm. but they've been the judges the whole time and then they have like guest stars like this mm-hmm. third oh. season had chris pratt guest star i think we've started the third season it's just um we haven't done. We haven't watched the whole thing because I think people lost interest and stuff. But I do like some of their challenges. Some of them, uh, they do some like Lego. Have you watched it, Ben? Um, no, I've heard cool things. They do some Lego animated stuff in yeah. it, and you know, I like the ones where they have to make something explode, or um, they do it on, attach it to like a uh, mechanical bull and see <laughs> who's going to yeah. survive. That's definitely longest. from the third season. Yeah. Yeah. So it it is very family oriented and more about entertainment, I think, than really competition. Like mm-hmm. everybody's really good to each other. Like even the person after learning a lot of reality terms from your show, the people that get like the villain 
edit and everything are still nice people and they're not cast in a bad light. Sure. None of the confessionals are about trashing each other. Everybody cries right. every time somebody has to go home. So so it's wholesome. It's very wholesome, right. very Sounds family. Like I would like it. Very enter- <laughs> like the builds are more just about having fun and and they're Some so of these people are crazy talented in their they're construction all. ability. So are these people who've just like played with Lego their whole lives? Is it anyone who's done like professional Lego competitions? Like so what? yeah, it, both. Uh, so they have like they'll have like streamers and influencers mm-hmm. on Lego channels as competitors. They have young and old. They have you know this season had or the third season had a mom and a son, a couple sibling teams. You guys should go on it. I can't build jack shit. And I can't work with people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Jake, we'll go on it. I'll be the TV entertainment. You can build the stuff. And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it definitely, <laughs> I definitely watch it and get inspired to be like, wow, like you can build with sets and enjoy the toy that way. You can build an art. and But like, it is a really wonderful thing that a lot of different people can enjoy. And it, it is a toy. And right. I think that's one of the things that the show gets right about it is. You should be having fun with this, whatever you're doing. Don't take exactly. it too seriously. Yeah. Um, it is based off of an Australian show. Uh, Lego Master was done in Australia first. Oh. And so I found the app that you can watch that show through. Yeah. And they're a lot more competitive, uh. like, art builders. And, like, apparently the builds and the construction and that are more inspired have you watched or any of i haven't yet do mm-hmm. it australian reality tv is so much better than u.s reality <laughs> i'm TV. sure it is i just got just it for their accents their accents and it's like oh it's so good One australian the... survivor is like the best survivor oh, yeah. it's super intense it goes on for like 60 days instead of 39 and they yeah you see like bare ass and stuff it's great it's great one of the <laughs> challenges of this that i've seen that i'm the most excited about i didn't know they had bears in australia <laughs> yeah Yep, koala. Oh. <laughs> they have to build a scene or a city and then submerge it and sink it into a tank. And so like cities will like flip because oh. they didn't calculate the buoyancy oh, wow. right. That's... And like yeah, I'm like, oh that's gonna be awesome. So, that's the Australian one? That's in the Australia one. Oh, okay. Where'd you what did you find that you can watch that on? Uh it's off of a free app. I'll message you no, on yeah, the yeah. show. I don't remember. No, that's cool. Um but it's not released on any n- n- American streaming channels nice. or anything. So hmm. Um, I'll go. So I had a very cute, very um, sentimental hangout with my dear friend, Sarah, who's been on this podcast. Her and I do uh, the What's New Nancy Drew. Do I know Sarah? Shut up. Your wife. I, I don't know. Who she is. We do the What's New Nancy Drew podcast. And we also did a Swift review, a Tom Swift recap podcast. And we got together and watched the series finale oh. of Nancy Drew um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch live with her. We watched the Tom Swift finale live as well when that got canceled a year ago. Um, that one was very emotional because it was like in the moment. This one we've known Nancy was going to end all season. Um, like we knew that it was the last season all season. So we weren't like sobbing or anything, but we got um, 
Peacemaker, which is a really good, Aaron, you don't like seafood, but... Really good John Cena show. Yeah, I was going to say, that show's awesome. <laughs> Eagly's the best. It's a really good seafood restaurant here in St. Louis. It's my favorite uh, seafood in St. Louis, which St. Louis is not a seafood place, but they like send their stuff in from Maine. Unless you like, muddy catfish. Mm, <laughs> but, um, so we got lobster rolls from that, and we got Maine-style lobster rolls because that is where um, Nancy Drew took place. So the TV show, one of the main settings is a seafood restaurant. And so we like had the food that they would have be serving at the restaurant and had some champagne and watched the episode. Nice. We still have to, yeah, we still have to record that. And then we have a couple like post season plans for a few episodes here or there. But then I think we're both in agreement that we want to break from potting for a while because she's been through <laughs> too many cancellations. <laughs> she's had four, four uh, podcast cancel because the tv show she did canceled so we um yeah lucky for us you can't cancel batman <laughs> as much as don't I let try. her back on <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh that's what i needed to say hey sarah do you want to become our semi-regular that's guest why we, we have 80 years <laughs> and oh almost God. as many spinoffs <laughs> yeah so that was cool so i'm excited nice. to record that last uh, recap episode and see what we do in the future and it'll be nice to like this podcast will never fucking end like you said but it would be nice to like <laughs> do more like game nights and like hang out again with my friend as a friend and not like we're working but yeah yeah no that's cool when i we talked about it before like after i did the gotham nights show with her which also got canceled so it must be her um <laughs> the damn network but go ahead it is the network uh Just don't mention them the stress of doing a rewatch show is a lot different than the stress we have with this one. And the you have to release in before the next episode fucking comes out, right? Right, like, yeah, if you're doing that. And so you're on a time crunch. It is it is hard to watch a show and take notes for the first time, so you really need to do them almost twice. Or Which be, we do. Yeah, and so you know it's a big time commitment to do that kind of show. What what is that on any streaming, the Nancy Drew? I don't want to say that service that canceled that cw yeah it's on their app yeah no, i, I don't think i don't think it's on anything else okay but yeah. did the uh did the finale live up to what you wanted ending the show you all had to listen to our recap what's new nancy drew no um it, so so find out. sarah sent me something that was annoying not that she sent it to me but the information so we just assumed that they knew the show was going to end for a long time it has since come out that the creators of Nancy Drew didn't find out that they weren't picked that they weren't picked back up. They were given like false information. They did not get the accurate information that it was being canceled until they only had four episodes left to make. So the whole season was not designed to wrap everything up. The last four episodes had to end that whole season storylines and the series and the oh, series. Man. So the last three episodes leading up to the finale, Sarah and I are like, ooh, this isn't great. Like, this is really upsetting. And then the last episode wraps it up. And then the last, like, 15 minutes wraps up the whole series. And the last 15 minutes were really good. So I got what I wanted from the last 15 minutes. But it makes sense hearing that they... Because the beginning of the season was great. We're right. like, this is great. And then it started getting really clunky. And that is because they just found out and had to rework their plan um, which sucks, but also really impressive that you're able to do that kind of reworking in that time. Yeah, crunch. sure. Yeah. So. Th yeah, that's frustrating when a show like 
you think they know how they're going to end, and then they don't, or they just take the shortcut like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. It, they had no damn excuse. No, they had no excuse. But that's okay. Yeah. So Lobo. Yeah. yeah so we yeah. read uh, Batman Lobo, Deadly Serious. And this is a, an interesting short uh, graphic novels. And Batman gets somehow magically teleported to this planet where he ends up meeting with Lobo and teaming with Lobo as this virus is infecting women who go on killing rampages. And somehow they make their way back to Earth and somehow magically end up in all of Earth. They end up in Gotham. Uh, and the carnage and continues. And we find out what happens there. Does that sound about right? I don't think I've had more to say about a book in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> so let, To think we weren't going to let him on this one. Let, <laughs> that would have been a dire mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and I have been like, man, Lobo's awesome. <laughs> the whole episode. So I'll let y'all talk about how awesome Lobo is. And I do have questions. I actually have a lot of questions about Lobo. I have a lot of questions. This was just to get Lobo into the podcast. Sure, so now sure. He's now he's fair good. This is one of two Batman-Lobo crossovers. Is um, it the second one? Because they were very much like we already know each other. Yes. So the, this is this one came out in 2007. The first one came out in 2000. Okay. But neither of them are what I would consider canon. Uh, the, the 2001 is definitely an Elseworlds. I don't think this has Elseworlds banner on it. It but definitely could be an Elseworlds. Yeah. So my biggest issue with this, which I have a few, <laughs> but my, my biggest actual issue with this is that it really truly, to me, felt like they just put Batman in it to sell it because it didn't feel 90% of what I read did not feel like it was Batman. Like he wasn't talking like Batman. He wasn't doing Batman things. It could have been any random non superpowered. It even could have had superpowers. It could have been any DC character for the purpose of what happened in the story until it got to Gotham city. And even then you could have just changed that to any other location. It really just felt like they used Batman because the artist wanted to draw him and because they wanted to sell the book. I agree partially with you, but I think Batman was put in because Lobo will kill whoever he wants to kill, and Batman in here a few times is like, no, we can't do that. We have to try to help them, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So that I do think they had that part of Batman in there, but I do think he was pretty interchangeable. I think they put Batman in here so they could add the line, you don't like me, do you? It's because I'm a woman, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which we all know is true. <laughs> Except he was being more like <laughs> pro woman. I, I don't have it in me to talk about that topic yet. <laughs> That's the only but reason. Hey, hey, ben, in my in my defense, I did not have any idea what the story was about. Don't I did not defend remember. anything. I've never read it. I never read it. So I just I like Lobo. I like Batman. Only and thing I was like, you need oh, to defend. I can't not like Lobo Batman. Only thing you need to defend, Aaron, was the song choice. <laughs> Nope, I think it was perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so it was going to be bodies hit the floor, and then it came. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> is this Poor the poor dude looks like a lady? Is I don't this want that the one. artist <laughs> of that Max book? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So Same that reminds feet. me, yeah. we should read that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all right over there, Ben? <laughs> I need other people to read this, and I will chime in <laughs> when appropriate. So, Aaron, go ahead. No, so, this this mysterious being uh, summons Batman 
to this spaceship and he's like teleported there. He has no idea what's going on. And the ship is got to be what, Jake? Like the size of an entire city? Sure, floating yeah. around because I was like, I wrote down a couple times, how big is this damn thing? It's got like a mall and stores and but why are there humans car- just there? Or humanoid people? It, it, a lot of this didn't make any sense at all. There well, that's, a field there's trip. people from Earth and it, it was just very, it was very odd. It's very fitting, though, with the Lobo story where, like, the worlds he populates and goes to have humanoids, they have humans and aliens, and mm-hmm. it just it, it is just taken for granted that that's what exists in the realm that Lobo travels around in. Um, that there is an outer space mm-hmm. collection of people, okay. right? Like, but... It got really weird when they were able to fingerprint somebody from this gl- <laughs> galaxy away uh, spaceship that and had that... fingerprints in the GCPD's database. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Gordon's got a reach. He's got connections. You know, maybe, maybe. Well, she was a stripper. So did she? Well, did she stop stripping in um, the in <laughs> Earth and then go strip in space? She might have. There's no gravity in space. Maybe that helped her. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was too old She's to strip anymore. <laughs> Aaron. And that is what we learned, dear friends. <laughs> Going back to last week where I talked about making my friends come up with random topics for podcasts. If someone had come up with, we're going to talk about Lobo, they would be eliminated from my team. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I am the least read Lobo mm. member of the Brotherhood. So a little background for me, please. Because I, I have a little Lobo experience, but I would love to know, are all little of Lobo? his... <laughs> but I'm a little slow bow on the Lobo uptake. <laughs> so I I would love to know, like, are his books very... He is trying to get money, and so he's killing people. Like, is it all very, like, assassiny kind of work? It's more like he's... He's kind of like a bounty hunter. He's like space bounty hunter, but there is a set, you know, it's, he doesn't, he'll kill what he needs to, you know, like Santa Claus and other things. And, um, I haven't read all of it. Sure. I mean, I've, you know, it's, it's a lot of goofy. I mean, it's very goofy. It's is very it anti-hero. It's anti-hero stuff. Yeah. So his origin story comes from Legion, right? Uh, Omega Men. Yeah. Omega Men. Thank you. Yeah. Um, where he was a bounty hunter and mixed up with the Omega Men and had to end up working with them and then ends up working with Legion, regrettably. But he is a bounty hunter or um, just a a gun for hire a lot. Yeah, he's kind of like a mercenary bounty hunter. But it's it's all about booze and babes and guns and... So is it like Punisher in space? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's... yeah. Wolverine, Punisher, and Deadpool. Kind of all combined into in one. In space. And Kiss, because he looks like he, he's from the yeah, band Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yes. that's fair. Now, that's an actual question, too. Is that Was there any connection? Did the creator like the uh, band? Did the creator work with the band? Like, it literally looks like he's from Kiss. So, his original huh. design is a little bit... Look at it. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. His, little, his original design in Omega Man 3 is like a Richard Simmons kiss member. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm Googling that. <laughs> but he gets the bike. He's a space biker, right? Yeah, so, he's got a... Yeah. So his character story is he's the last Zarnian. And he's the last Zarnian because he killed 
all of the Zarnians to be the last Zarnian. He's the last of his race, except for his mm-hmm. grade school teacher and his first <laughs> ongoing solo story, mm. which he ends up having to uh, protect and then kill his grade school teacher, who was a horrible person. So. I'm sure that's hilarious. Aaron just showed me a picture. Oh yeah, you know I've seen the. Yeah, you yeah. you yeah. have the issue too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I yeah. That. Do you, Nate? Yeah. Um, so he is virtually immortal, Mm. um, Mm -hmm. in a lot of his stories. He's extremely strong. Like he's Superman level strength. I knew that. Uh, He can regenerate. So my first exposure to him that was not connected to you two, because you guys had the, you know, the more adult style comic books. And I was like, I don't know. I'm scared. I don't want to touch (laughs) him. He killed Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No. Um, so my first exposure other than that was he made an appearance in the Superman animated yeah, series. Yeah, voiced by Brad Garrett. Really? Shut up, really? Yeah. The guy Bro- from Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Uh, and Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. He's in a two-parter. Yes. Huh. And so I, I knew Because he's the last that. Zarnian. The collector wants to get the last Kryptonian and goes after both of them. And that's how him and Superman yeah. get teamed up. Okay. So a lot of my early Lobo is like Superman-related things. Because yeah. he also like ties in a couple of random Superman issues and yeah, all of that. Um, so I was actually like not trying to be funny. I was actually really excited to read these because the Catwoman we read months ago, and these are the first books I read. These are the first comic books I've read in, in months, but the first books getting back into doing this pod with you guys. So I was really excited. And then I'm reading. And I'm just like, God, are they're setting me up. They're setting, <laughs> they're setting me up for Sandra's soapbox. Like they're setting me up. This was all a devious scheme to get me to overreact and freak out. So like, I would love to like, uh, if you told me this was, that was written, half of my enjoyment of reading is yeah. like Ben's gonna lose his <laughs> shit. <laughs> if you told me that this was written in the 90s, I think I would be a little more like, okay, I get it. But this was written in 2007. Yeah, I had graduated high school. I was like, this is this is too recent for some of the things that happened in this book. <laughs> what do you mean, Aaron? <laughs> So I would love to hear your guys' opinions on the themes and how the storyline was handled. Uh, well, don't let women have their freedom because they're too fucking moody and it's their estrogen that's the problem. Right. And, and they will go crazy. They'll go crazy they... randomly, right? Right, yeah. Unpredictably. And then the, it'll jump to another one and that person will go crazier too. Yeah, yeah. it's and contagious. The, the crazy is contagious. It is, is a guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I and it doesn't matter if you're this. 14. You don't need a shirt. Like, it's right. fine. Okay, so <laughs> that. So the school kid that is on the field. <laughs> you guys. Why is there a field trip on this alien ship? First of all. Understand. It was very crazy. So she falls in a hole, and her classmates are like, oh, but that's, oh well. That, like, oh, did we have another person? whoops de doo And, she's and that's like, why headcount's important, teachers. Exactly. She somehow matures like 10 years. No, I want to talk about before that. (laughs) So she's clearly a child. We don't know that she's 14 at this point. It hasn't been said yet, but we know she's a a school kid. And so she's like on the ground and this like demon thing that's going to possess her or whatever is creeping up on her. The way she's drawn, her ass is out and she's slinking over very 1990s how we draw women. And then a couple pages later, they say she's 14. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is completely inappropriate. You kind of just made her 18 and called it a day. Like, it was... I'll wait for Aaron to find the picture. 
Like ass up, skirt coming off, like showing booty. I will find it for you. So what you're saying is it's problematic, huh? Yeah, slightly. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I could do a podcast on problematic uh, sexism in comic books. (gasps) That'd be good. I mean, that's basically all I talk about now. Let me look at this. (laughs) Nobody wants a whole episode of Chandra's Showbox. So yeah, so that... Look at her ass! Well, that's the problem is that you're looking. Um, I <laughs> take in the art that is shown to me and then I get on my soapbox and talk about it. Okay. So things that I liked. Did you like when... Uh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll wait for that one. Well, maybe help me. <laughs> oh, so did you like when uh, the the entity possesses an older woman and she leaves, her, uh, she leaves the planet and then gets fat? <laughs> For no plot whatsoever, other than the gravity is yeah. different. So why does Lobo have more estrogen than other men? What I was that about? I don't know. I, don't I know think either. it must be there. They probably are. He's kind of unhinged at times. He kind of is like shoots off his mouth and runs himself. So <laughs> I'm Aaron. You can't <laughs> say that. No, I'm saying what maybe what they're trying. They're to... trying to portray oh. is he has more estrogen. And we're going to say it's because of these traits Got that it. we're that... associating with the female species. Got it. Not that's not me saying that. <laughs> my eyes were booking <laughs> out of my head. I'm saying you asked for an explanation, I, and I'm trying fair. to come up with one. I chalked it up to the storyline where he gets killed and resurrected as a woman. I was going to say <laughs> I remember there being like a cover, like where he became a woman. Yeah. But I don't know that I don't know how much of Lobo and his spinoffs are canon for his story, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But yeah, that could be it. He is one of the first books I bought when I was a kid. Was that the Paramilitary Christmas Special along with Punisher and those great appropriate books that I was reading. (laughs) We were Aaron. We had very different (laughs) chaplets. I don't read. And look at this now. (laughs) I don't read Paramilitary Christmas as much as you do at this point. I read Lobo's back yeah, almost annually. I love that story. <laughs> I haven't read that for a while. I need to read it's it. It's so good. Yeah. Is that when he becomes a woman? So yeah, so he gets killed by another bounty hunter competition style thing and ends up in heaven trying to get himself resurrected. Oh, that's and right. he keeps coming back <laughs> wrong. Oh, yeah. He gets sent to hell and beats so the shit oh, so out of the devil. So now being a woman oh, yeah. is wrong. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, well, one time's he, one time he's a woman. One time he's a squirrel. Like <laughs> Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> it keeps not working. He comes working. back differently than he would like to come back. Yes. Yeah. Wrong as in it's not the right Lobo version of Lobo. <laughs> But it, it, I mean, none I'm of them are as bad as two month break, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> none of them are as bad as Sexy Lobo, which will maybe that's why. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's why he has more estrogen because True. he was a woman at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. is Lobo trans? <laughs> I don't know. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, there were things in here that like the art style is very specific and I actually, there were pages. I was like, that's beautiful. I really like that art, mm-hmm. even though it's clearly not my style. I, I appreciated it. But then some of the more actiony shots, 
were a little awkward. Like Batman flipping and kicking people like that. That doesn't look as clean as just like mm-hmm. a splash page of someone looking badass. So this artist, I think, has skill, but not so much with motion. Uh, yes. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, that's fair. And it's it's written and drawn just like last week's book by the same person. So this mm-hmm. is done by Sam Keith. Um, and last week, Ben, you made mention that, you know, there's there's clearly a difference of the way you handle the writing and the drawing responsibilities if you're doing it by yourself. And some people are better at doing both. Like Sam Keith's a very stylized, very recognizable artist. Mm. Yeah. His writing style is as haphazard and sometimes confusing as his art. But his art, I think, is purposely that way, whereas the story gets hard to follow. Does he... So I recognize the art, and I think I said, like, oh, this is from that Max or whatever. Did he do Lobo? Was he, like, a Lobo artist? He, he's worked on Lobo quite a bit. Um, I think so. I have to check. I haven't checked. Yeah, he's worked on... CLG. He's done a lot of the, the spinoffs and stuff for Lobo, yeah. But he's not the... Simon Bisley or Bisley is probably one of the most recognized Lobo artists. He's the one that always does Lobo with like a gigantic arm and then a normal size arm. Um, he's he did Lobo's back. He did Paramilitary Christmas, but yeah. Um, but I do agree, Ben, that like there are really strong pages and panels, and then what feels like rushed or not as thought through pages and mm-hmm. panels that end up being confusing and this is two graphic novels like two like 30 page books um the entire plot is summed up in like the last like three panels of the book like it there's yeah. tons of just like repeated action and repeated stories of this entity jumping from right. woman to woman and her going on these crazy sprees that and then they just tie the whole thing up at the end yeah it, it kind of either was like you got to wrap this crap up or it, he just didn't know how to end it yeah or just and had it, a deadline it felt like it he had like, a it, deadline it felt, it felt like yeah it was kind of wrapped up really quick but. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i i thought it was hilarious though when they leave the ship and this this space creature lady now is goes to Earth and it ends in Gotham and it's like Gordon confronts her and I'm like how the hell of all places is there like is there like a beacon like flashing like neon that says all crazy come here all cra-, like above Gotham or something where it's just like a target. Well, I think there there has to be like a form or format that you <laughs> fill out when you do a two character crossover story, right? <laughs> like so the two heroes have to fight which they do right. immediately, immediately because of yeah. some misunderstanding. Which Lobo would just crush him, but we don't have to talk about Batman's uh, armor. Batman, Batman armor. Maybe yeah. Batman was buffed when he got to space. <laughs> you have to be in both of their locations. So we had space and we had Gotham. Right. And then you have to have some kind of recurring character from each storyline, right? Did like, Lobo okay. have a recurring character? I don't think so, but I don't know that he has many at all. Because he kills Because he kind of travels and... Yeah. yeah. I was excited for his dog that we didn't get in here. Yeah. Dog. D-A-W-G. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Dog. So. I, I mean, it, it was just ridiculous. It was nonsense. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
I read it pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> it was a fast read. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> and the rest of the time, you're like, it, ooh, it, Ben. Was honestly, it was not what I had thought I was going to be reading. I thought it was going to be a crossover, like more of them working. I mean, they did work together. I, th- I did not foresee this crazy entity taking over women causing them to kill everybody in sight and the the portrayal obviously that's not what i had thought i thought it was gonna be more just i knew there was gonna be gratuitous violence because that's lobo and that's a lot of batman but surprisingly it was goofy shockingly this actually makes me as long as it's not by sam keith it makes me want to read the first batman lobo crossover because I I really do feel like this wasn't really Batman. I know that everyone writes Batman differently, but like it, he, the shit he was saying, I was like, these are not Batman lines. Like, yes, Aaron, the whole mm-hmm. you can't kill people, yada, yada. But again, to what I said at the beginning, you could take in, almost any DC hero and they would say the same thing about not killing people. So, so how would you have wanted to see a Batman Lobo crossover go? Like, uh, more detectiving. Okay. Or more more lurking in the shadows and then the comedy of Lobo just like busting through things like Batman being like we have to be stealthy and then Lobo like bust yeah. down a wall like give me more of his actual traits it just felt like they would both walk up and like I'm Batman this is Lobo we're here to help I'm like that's not what Batman does like that's well, not Batman the the other Batman Lobo in 2000 was Alan Grant was the writer okay and it has Nightwing Alfred Lobo Two-Face Joker and Batman. I would read that. I'm. I'm not. I'm not anti Lobo. I just did not like this book. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, I, it's. I'm down to read more Lobo. I just. I was like, they're punking me with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was not our intention. Our intention was to review this, and then time got away, and then we were like, you said, oh, I'll read it too, and I was like, oh, great, let's do Lobo. And then you read it, and you're like, Whoa. I was like, oh, Ben, I hate this. <laughs> didn't there were there were things i i thought it was clever there were moments i thought was funny and there were moments with the whole woman storyline where i was like are they gonna turn this into a positive no no not quite like it seemed like they were trying to like they were trying to stand up for women's rights but he doesn't actually think that way right like that's what i was getting like because you don't in one page draw an over sexualized 14 year old right and then talk about okay well it's not right to think about women as being crazy and off the hinge right like it's right. not okay to think of them that way and then lobo's like i gotta go kill this broad and i'm like mm. <laughs> but that's lobo like that's i'll excuse lobo, sure. i'll excuse the character having those traits if sure. you're writing him as being wrong right um but yeah right. but then to your point the way you drew them and everything right sure yeah it's a little much <laughs> but let me ask you something what do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. All right. That was awesome. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, review-wise, I like, you know, I like Lobo. I like you know, the parts of it were really funny. Parts of it were like, oh, this is not okay. Um not exactly what I had anticipated. I'd had it for a long time. I hadn't read it yet because I'm trying to collect most of the 90s Lobo. Oh, that was going to be my other question. If you, Yeah, you said you hadn't read it. No, I have a pretty good chunk of the his 90s run. 
uh, and a bunch of the side stuff with Superman. I have some Superman Lobo stuff, so we could uh, go that route next time if we want to see how he interacts with the uh, Big Boy Scout. Well, I'm really yeah. uh, interested. Cause we, we're a w- long way away from it, but in Rebirth, one of the Justice League teams, there's multiple Justice League teams, one of them is led by Batman, and Lobo is a member of the team. Oh. So Lobo has to take direction from Batman and... The how that they'll butt heads in the actual DC canon gets me really mm-hmm. excited, but that, that we're a ways away from that. <laughs> yeah, because right now in DC canon, Lobo. Well, we're about to find out, aren't we? Yes. L- the last time we're we saw get him, my Lobo, which is <laughs> yeah. Last time we saw him, he was little. Yes. Did he get little? Yeah, I think we that's saw that. What, we that's, saw that him. was our introduction. We saw the we immersion. Saw of that's where I was like, we have to have Lobo now because yes. he's been introduced. Which is why I let this happen. <laughs> I really brought Lobo into all of this. It's all your fault. It is. Um, Well, it's fun because... He got de-aged during Sins of Youth, the Young Justice storyline where everyone became young or old. They became the opposite age they were. And he got stuck that way because Clarion, bum, 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 the witch boy, changed everyone back on Earth. But Lobo was not on Earth. And the way this happened was because he didn't have an ongoing story anymore. Mm. So he was up for grabs. So the Young Justice storyline, which is written for 12-year-olds, was literally like, oh, we can have Lobo. So they have Lobo for years where he's not in anything else. Weird. And he's 14. He's a teenager. (laughs) And... Yeah, so we're we're gonna get him soon in continuity again. Very soon, really. Um, Yeah, so... Next soon, Jake? I think so. Oh, shit. So what's next, Jake? Well, if you're reading along with us, uh, we are going back to canon DC for our um, continuity. We are reading Superman, Our Worlds at War. This is going to be a two-parter. It's collected in two volumes under the Superman title, but it deals with the entire DC universe. Uh, so we'll read volume one and volume two and cover them over two different episodes. Ed McGinnis. Ed McGinnis. <laughs> More fucking Ed McGinnis. Nice. Is the, is the story we're talking about in those volumes? I think so. Okay. If not, I have it. <laughs> if not, if not that that team is a huge part of the storyline. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So how far away are we from Hush? Because I believe you said it was like, oh, it's <laughs> just coming. Liar. It's coming. And well, that keep was adding like stuff. six years ago. <laughs> All right. It is coming. It is the next He's arc. worried that after Hush, I'm going to quit. But I can't now because I don't have any other podcasts. I still have to listen to myself talk, you guys. Wow, you guys wow. let the genie out of the bottle when you said I didn't have to do seasons anymore. So I don't have to get from point A to point B anymore. We can bring back seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I could just add shit until we get to somewhere that you guys want to get to. <laughs> nice. But, uh, so I mean, our world's at one our world's at war part one is, is next week. O U R worlds or A R E worlds? Our 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 worlds okay. at Got war. It. Right. Uh, a big DC crossover, mostly through the Superman titles, but it does deal with Batman. And I'm excited. I've read issues. I've never read the whole thing, so I'm excited right. to get into that. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. And then there's a lot of Batman after that. Don't worry. Batman news. Aaron, what did we? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, zero gravity helps strippers in space. That's fair. Yeah. For the Brotherhood Batman, I am Ben, your sunshine, and you got him.
I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for listening. And I'm Jake, the middle brother. I didn't pick this book. (laughs) I did. I I didn't write the damn thing. It was fun. All right. Bye. Oats of Betty's plants, this city's way.